Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. So it is the 29th uh, right now, but this is probably either episode 28 or 29. Um, I've been doing this so much in life and stuff, so I don't know which episode this is technically. Uh, but I was pooping all of these episodes out this morning because <laughs> I have a backlog of them. So we'll catch up to whatever. But um, yeah, welcome back to the show. Oh, oh uh, Allentown Presents in association with Freshly Squeezed Productions, my buddy uh, came into town, and he is the HNIC of Freshly Squeezed Productions. That is the head national manager <laughs> in charge. I prefer head Nubian in charge. <laughs> oh, that's even better, Nubian, yeah. But uh, yeah, my buddy Terrell came in. Um, we have watched an absurd amount of horror movies together, uh, good and bad and just confusing uh, I don't even know what one was one of the first ones we watched together, but... It was something stupid. Something really stupid. Yeah. So, <laughs> it was really nice, and always on Tuesdays, I like to toss out a movie that has some type of significance or memory to, like, back when I was watching scary movies and things scared me. So, that's always a fun thing. So, we watched Hostel today. Um, probably one of the beginning films in the whole torture porn Era. Infer- informative murder porn, I prefer. Yeah. <laughs> um, going back and thinking about the movies like recently that do the torture porn and stuff, or the formative torture porn, um, this one's kind of tame, but there were a couple of scenes that still, that still got me. That I was like, shit, man, this is rough. But so that was pretty cool. But uh, I remember watching this because it came out in 2006. Uh, I went with buddy Steve and my buddy Josh. Terrell wasn't there. I don't know what you were doing. Uh, probably being a nerd reading the Bible or something. Yeah, in middle school reading a book or something. He's like 12. But um, we actually went to go see this in the theater. And um, it was great. The full theater and lots of groans and sighs. And a lot of people like, this is too much. But uh, like the, the same weakness of horror movies happened towards the end of the movie. Things just kind of got out of hand, and then there were laughs and <laughs> and stuff like that. But uh, the movie, the movie kept a, a bad feeling in your stomach the whole time. Uh, I love it. Do you remember the first time you watched it? First time I watched it, actually, I think I went with good old Tinky Wink, aka Sean Marcus Finkbonner. <laughs> and um, unfortunately, I was uh, not sober, <laughs> which just made that movie all. All the much sweeter. Oh, I bet. Oh. Because it was just kind of one of those things where you would just zone out on scenes. Yeah. <laughs> and then you miraculously would feel yourself getting tortured and be like, ah, ah. And then you're like, oh, it's just popcorn. <laughs> so, yeah, it was it was a good time. Yeah. Uh, there was a phase of, of time where we watched a lot of movies, not even horror, but we'd just be messed up and we would go see the movie. And I don't remember. Uh, what was that? Uh, that Rambo? <laughs> I was dilapidated oh. when we went to see that. Rambo, we were ruined. I just, I, we I should just have remember, got to the theater. Yeah, we really should have. Uh, I just remember them people running through like a rice paddy and there were landmines or grenades they were throwing at them. Oh, they, they had landmines in there and they were shooting at the same time. Jesus, man. But that movie was rough. And I just remember watching it and laughing, but I was like, I am I outside right now? Because it, it, was, it was rough. But yeah, like I said, we watched a ton of stuff. But uh, uh, let me see where we'll start. Uh, yep. Yeah. So, what do you think about the characters? The characters are—they come off as really—they come 
Like, the characters they're playing seem young. Yeah. But the actors themselves and the people in the movie are not young. Oh, no. So, um, like, they're supposed to be young. It feel, I feel like it would have been it would have done young, better with a younger cast. Oh, yeah. Rather than who they had playing. Well, that's always a problem with, like, TV shows and some movies. They want to use someone at 17, but 17-year-olds look like they're 12. And, you know, Tom Holland's, like, 45, but he's playing a high school or Spider-Man, so... That's it's just, true. <laughs> some people look young, but they did not look young. I actually couldn't pin what age they were supposed to be. At least forty-five. That the the Ollie, the uh, the guy from Finland, the Switzerland. I think it was Switzerland. It was some something that ends in land at the end. Yeah. Um, he looked like he had a second mortgage on his home. Oh yeah. Despite all his um, all the turning up he was doing. Yeah, his, he was turning up extra hard. All those uh. Treacherous things he was committing in his, him and his body to. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I looked at it. Uh, Iceland. He was from Iceland. There we go. See, land. Yeah. But, uh, I, so the next, the main guy, his name was Paxton. Um, he was extra douchebaggy at the beginning. Uh, just the way he talked was very back in the day and just douchey. And very broy. Yeah, it was very broy. I've never seen a bro vegan tell that movie. Cause he, well, not vegan, vegetarian. Yeah, because he got on his high horse about murdering animals, but was instantly like, "Drink up, pussy," and it was just kind of like, "Okay." Yeah. <laughs> but um, so you had the typical douchebag, and that was Paxton, and then his buddy Josh was the I just got out of a relationship, sad guy, doesn't really want to party, but he goes kind of guy, and then he had Oli that just he. Was just there, and he was flopping and laughing. Yeah, he was there for all the treachery. Yeah, he was ridiculous, but he was really funny. And, you know, the funny guy always is cool to be around. So, um, these guys, they're heading toward... Um, Barcelona was their final stop. Yeah, and so they are in... Uh, what, Amsterdam? They're in Amsterdam. Yeah, because they were getting turned. high and getting turned up. And so, um, they go out to the clubs, and they're having fun and stuff. And so... Um, they make it back too late to the brothel because it has like a curfew. Hostel. I said brothel. <laughs> I was like, um, well, they visited. They visited one where that old man was just creeping hard. Yes, he was. <laughs> but they make it late back to their uh, hostel, and so the doors were locked and they couldn't get in. And so a um, a very nice guy next door, well, in an apartment, tells him like, "Hey, come up here. I'll give you somewhere to sleep." And so they climb up the fire escape and they meet this new guy. I can't remember his name. Alexi. Yeah. And so Alexi's like, hey, I know this place in Slovakia that, like, there's, like, five billion women and only, like, two dudes because of, like, the war. You guys should go there. They love Americans, and, and you'll get your wee-wee touched way too much. It'll be like, stop touching my wee-wee because it hurts now. But go there. And so all the guys are like, well, I want my wee-wee touched. So. Yeah, he had to convince them by pulling out his digital camera and showing them. Oh, him. yeah, he had pictures. So he was getting, like, dogpiled by sexy naked women. Yeah. And so they're like, well, that seems legit. Like, fuck it. Let's mm-hmm. get on the train. You can do it with that herpes sore on your lip. I can do it. He had a weird-ass fucking lip. Ugh. But, uh, so they hop on the train and go to Slovakia. Um, I don't know much about Slovakia, but I assumed that it's not a good place. I, I know I don't want to go there. Yeah, I, I assumed it was a very scary spot. And when they get there, it looks pretty dilapidated, but the area they go to seems pretty nice, and it's full of naked people. And they were having fun. So they proceeded to just party and dance and have fun. It was an Italian Svetlana. And so uh, they meet these sexy ladies and they go out to the club. And they're, they're getting extra turned up at this point. And um, Josh, 
Josh and Paxton go back with those two girls. And then Oli finds another girl. She was like a redhead. I can't remember her name. Save my life. She was the the original uh, front desk manager for the hostel. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Oli's in another room or goes back to her place. And then uh, next morning, that's when the fuckery starts in this movie. Uh, Oli apparently signs out of the, the hostel. And they're like, well, what are you talking about? We've been traveling together for a while. And he's like, well, he left. He, he left. And then um, this Asian gal catches up to him. And she's like, this is your friend, right? And shows a picture of her friend uh, and Oli in a picture saying, like, we're gone. Yeah, Bye. It says sayonara. Yeah. And so you can look at them in the picture. Um, they're doing faces and poses that you wouldn't really do if you were a, a normal person. And yeah, if I'm escaping... To spend a magical weekend with a nice Asian lady. Those are not the faces I'm making. Yeah. At all. <laughs> and it, it, it's odd. So when we were watching it, Terrell and I were like, well, they didn't they didn't really come. They came with Oli, but he's not like in the squad. You know what I mean? So like if Terrell scooted off like that, he wouldn't do that because we were on a trip. If anything, he would try to drag the gal with us and go on a trip with us or we would spend extra time there. But in no way, if we went to some country and the person's like, oh, yeah, Terrell left. He, he just said bye. I'm like, that's some bullshit. Like, nah, nah, not in some dinky ass country. We're not ever going to split up that much. If anything, and that's like the extreme, he would probably go back to some lady's place and be like, hey, I'll see you tomorrow. But that's the extreme. But nah, this world is way too scary and people get snatched up way too fast. So uh, they go on searching for Oli and. And they can't find him, but they find a guy that has, like, his jacket. Yeah, and so they're, they're tailing this guy, trying, and they're yelling Oli, tailing him. And it's kind of one of those things where, like, Oli would have heard you with all that. Oh, yeah. But you're still chasing this guy down, <laughs> which, understandably, because the guy has Oli's jacket. Yeah. And you can tell it's Oli's jacket because it has Finland. Oh, Iceland. Iceland's, like seal on it. Yeah. So you know it's his jacket. It's a bright ass orange jacket. Oh yeah. But it's kind of one of those things where you're like that no one you where did you get that? I need yeah. to know where you got that. Oh yeah. And so you know they're they're upset and sad. Josh's a lot more sadder than Paxton because uh, Paxton just gets some more uh, just titties put in his face and he doesn't really care that much anymore and then he hits he hits Josh with the whole well he's not really gonna go home with us he like we were traveling, but eh, people like, go different ways. You know that's how they do it over here. Yeah. Different countries, you part different ways. Mm-hmm. And so they go back to the club with Natalia and Svetlana, and they're having fun. And Josh is all types of sad. And so uh, they they're taking some shots, and uh, Josh's like, "I'm gonna go home. I'm I'm not feeling it." And uh, Josh stumbles out, and he's all types of fucked up, and he gets drugged, and yeah. he gets taken away. And so you find out where he goes. He wakes up. Oh, we forgot to talk about the doctor. Or quotation mark doctor. Ah, oh, the one that couldn't pass the board. Yeah, so uh, on the train going to Slovakia, they meet this guy that wanted to be a doctor, but he didn't pass the... Well, he, you don't find out until later. Yeah, but... Yeah, you meet this guy. He seems very affluent. Kind of kind of odd. It's that it'd be odd for Americans, but kind of, uh, but just normal for other countries. Yeah. And he's, he has some very interesting viewpoints on food. and uh, <laughs> Yeah, he, he likes to use his hands for everything. Because apparently people have lost the well, the relationship with their hands. Yeah, with the, the relationship with food. That something gave its life so you could not die. Yeah, 
Yeah, he, he and gets, he was trying to honor that. Yeah, supposedly he, he gets weird, but yeah, he gets so weird in fact that he decides to touch Josh's penis. Yeah, <laughs> so weird. It's a very Bascuzzi moment. He's like, "Yes, how do you feel about things?" And just kind of slides his hand <laughs> over. Oh man, you're fucking Euro trip. Scoozy, scoozy, Yeah, that's what happened. Basically. Lights go off, just touching people. Yeah. Tongue out. <laughs> so, um, fast forward like two days. Uh, Josh wakes up in a uh, very dingy. I don't think it was damp in the. Oh uh, no, that shit was damp. Oh, okay. damp as hell. Another damp, like scary warehouse room, and uh, old old Doc pops up, and so he's like, "Well, I couldn't pass the board." And you could guess why, and then he holds holds his hands out straight. And he just shakes violently. Yeah. Like he has Parkinson's. It's weird. Oh, yeah. He probably has something like that. So, um, the doctor proceeds to just, uh, he puts a drill in, like, Josh's, like, knee. His, uh, quads and a couple times in his chest. Yeah. And then, uh, cuts his Achilles. Both of them. Yeah. And he frees them and he tells them, like, go ahead and leave. If you can leave, you, I'll, yeah, I'll you let you go. If you can make it to the door, I'll let you go. But, you know, as you know, assholes always pull the, the, the flagpole just a little out of your reach. So Josh is doing some pretty good scooting, and uh, yeah, doctor gets in the way. He's like, "Nah, you're not actually getting out." I was just trying to be cute about that. So uh, Josh is gone. Yeah, all intents and purposes, Josh yeah, is all yeah, types yeah. of fuck. At that point in time, he's like, "What do you do? I'll pay you." He's like, "No, no, I'm paying them." And then he slits Josh's throat. Yeah. Uh, next day, oh, so that night, Paxton actually got a shot, uh, took some shots, and he was extra fucked up. But he stumbled into like a like a closet. Yeah, he stumbled into, like, the storage room. Yeah, and he, like, locked it and fell out, and so they couldn't find him. But they were going to snatch his ass up, too. But uh, Pax the next day is finally realizing, like, something's, something's some a little... fuckery happening. Yeah, something's a little fucky about this whole situation. And, damn. Um, <laughs> and so uh, Paxton's looking for his friends. And then, what, Natalia, Svetlana, uh, they tell him, like, yeah, okay, we'll take you to your friends. Like, we know where they are. Yeah, he's at an exhibit. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, Jesus Christ. So they drive him to the place, the giant warehouse where all the, the stabbings and the killings happen. And they let him out, and he's walking through. And he actually peeks into some rooms, and he sees people getting tortured, punched, stabbed. Anything that you could probably do to somebody, people were doing that in those rooms. And so... uh Josh gets snatched of uh, Paxton. Yeah. Such a dumb name. Well, Paxton at this point in time turns around and is like, what the fuck, bitch? Because the final room he goes into, he sees Josh's body. Yeah. Getting sewn up by the doctor. So he's losing his mind. So he turns around and looks over at Natalia, I think it is, because is off doing champagne things. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he looks at her and is like, you fucking bitch. And then she's like, no, they paid me a lot of money, so you're my bitch. And then some big... Big, brolic-ass, like, Slovakian dudes just come out of nowhere and just, like, yoink him up. Yeah, <laughs> he got snatched up extra quick. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, so uh, that's kind of where the turn happens. It's around the halfway point. I want to say a little further. Yeah, a little further. Past it. Um, but, yeah, the shoe drops. And you're like, oh, so they snatch up people to take them to a torture warehouse. And people pay to stab people and kill them. And they're like, oh, that's fucked up. And... I, I think at this point, I don't think there was any other idea that was kind of like that. I, other than the guy, the Asian guy out front, he was like, you will lose all your money here. Yeah. Your money. But I can't think of another movie that had that kind of idea, like, back then. Yeah, like, I can't think of one at all. Yeah, but, uh, no, it, it, it's it's pretty good. And so, Josh wakes up, and uh, this real, like, weenie, 
Weasley dude is like his killer. And so the dude pulls out a chainsaw and um, apparently he has some issue that he needs to kill an American. Because I guess Americans are more money and you have to, to pay for them. Yeah, because I think the breakdown was like locals were like five. Uh, European was like another European was like 10. Americans were 25. And apparently Asian women were 50. Yeah. Oh, and so, fun fact, there was a, um, so the guy's walking up to him, and he's about to kill him, and Paxton knows, I want to say it was German? Yeah, I think it was German. So, Paxton knows German, and I looked up what he said, let me see if I can find it real quick, but he says things like, if you kill me, um, you, you won't be able to forget my face, and it's gonna fuck with you for the rest of your life. And so, the guy's like, oh, shit. (laughs) And so, he's like, real depressed about it, and so, he's like... Uh, he disappears real quick, and he asks for, um, like, a ball gag. Like a ball gag. And so he puts a ball gag in Paxton's mouth. Right, this guy's talking is ruining my murder boner. Yeah, right? Like, uh, this is making me mad. Oh, here it is. Okay, so he says, if you kill me, it'll destroy your life. Every time you close your eyes, you'll see me. I'll be in your nightmares every night, your whole life. I will ruin it. Which is a pretty deep thing to tell somebody as they're about to, you're about to kill him. But, uh, yeah, so old dude comes back and, uh... The German gets a ball gag and puts it into his mouth. He's like, you talk too much. And so uh, Paxton starts throwing up. Cause, like, out of fear. Like, yeah. he's doing that. like you ever had that point where you, you're getting your ass beat by your mom or your dad so much, you start kind of like dry heaving. <laughs> and, and, and basically that's what happens. Instead of just dry heaving, he's heaving. Yeah, and so he's actually throwing up. And so the guy doesn't want him to die from that because he wants to stab him or actually wants to chop him up. Yeah, I want you dead. You can't die in your own volition. Yeah, so uh, he takes out the ball gag, and Paxton starts throwing up. And so he has the chainsaw, and uh, he actually slices off a couple of his fingers on one of his hands. And so um, he cuts the, the uh, handcuffs off, too. Man, are chainsaws actually that strong? I have no idea. I'm, I guarantee you there's probably some sort of uh, like industrial-grade chain you can use to uh, cut more than true. just wood. Yeah. Because we've been seeing movies with chainsaws, and them bitches are strong. Cutting through everything, all the time, for no reason. That's just fucking wild. But, uh, so, Paxton has enough, like, strength, and he has a free hand, and they start to scrap, and the guy falls, and the chainsaw lands on his leg, and eats up his leg up a little bit. And... Well, because the guy ends up slipping on the ball gag, and the bile from the throw up. <laughs> oh, so, he yeah. he slips, and then ends up just flopping around, and the chainsaw's like, 23 skidoos his fucking kneecap Oh, off. my God, man. This... And I'm telling you, this is the part of the movie where they just, it, it's going whole hog on just, like, wild shit that you're going to see. And it doesn't really let yeah. up. Let's at, be gross. At this point. So, Josh gets his uh, pistola, because I guess every person gets a gun, just in case they want to kill the person real fast. Or they kind of puss out on torturing, they get a gun. So, Josh pops him in the head. And then uh, he causes a distraction to get the security dude to come in. Kills him. And then Josh grabs his little digits, and he scoots off. And uh, the next couple minutes is like a uh, like a Metal Gear Solid game, because he's scooting around trying to be quiet, picking up weapons, popping people in the back of their heads, the whole time. And uh, he actually gets outside, and no, take it back. He gets all the way to the the changing room where yes. other people are going to like people that are paying that are going in to change into their murder outfits because you can't ruin your business suit with yeah <laughs> with blood. You have to brains and shit. Yeah, and you got to change into your nice little outfit. And he runs into another American. Yeah, a crazy ass dude, man. Like, 
So, uh, Eli Roth, I was reading about, like, how he came up with the idea and stuff, and uh, his one of his main themes was just showing how shitty American people are. Because, like, you know, the kids, they're, like, extra douchebags, they're loud and stuff at the beginning, and they show, like, other countries don't like Americans. Well, they like them to the point of, like, well, we need you so we can torture you. Yeah. But we really don't like you. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so they show this American dude, and he is the most... Loud, crude, just asshole, and you know that's that's a typical American in a lot of movies if it's in another country, and so um he's talking about how he wants to kill the person and and apparently he talks about this whole organization and they have all these like it, it's a crazy little place and you get a tattoo when you're involved with it and they spend all this money and they find people around the world and they'll send them here. You get to kill him. So he was waiting for, what, a week or two for an Asian person. He wanted to kill an Asian person. And so he finally got one, and he got called up, and he comes out, and he's ready to kill. He's psyching himself up and shit, and it's... <laughs> and so Paxton's like, fuck this. He scoots out, and so he's to a car, and he gets in, and the keys are in the car, and he's like, this is it, I'm out. And then he gets some type of a heart because he hears someone getting tortured close by just screaming yeah screaming for their lives and i don't it's weird that they that he went back they seemed like that like very much a douche the whole time i think that what got him is when he started realizing the the entire depth of the situation he was in yeah because before he left and got he was in that room he witnessed the police show up take their cut of the money and leave so then he realized, oh, the police are involved in this. I, there's no way I can do this. Yeah, like alone. Like I, somebody needs like one person saying all this is not going to be as helpful as both these people were tortured and they say this happened here, such and such. Yeah, that's so I true. think that's more of a a thing for him rather than I have a heart now because I'm like, no, no, bro, you you just want to get out. But yeah. then you started <laughs> thinking about long term of. I want to get out, and I want these people to get payback. Yeah. <laughs> so he goes back, and he finds that the American guy, the douchebag that he met uh, probably 20 minutes before that, um, is torturing somebody. And he's like, hey, man, get a room. I paid for this. And so you find out the Asian girl towards the beginning of the movie that was looking for her friend the whole time, it's her. And uh, she's getting a blowtorch to the face. And uh, he kills the guy. And then... Uh, <laughs> Her eye is hanging out of her face, and her the right side of her face is just demolished by this blowtorch, and probably one of the worst scenes. I remember in the theater, everybody was just groaning, and just, oh man, it was it was perfect. This movie is so wild. Uh, he takes some forceps, and he, not forceps, little scissors, they're not called forceps, whatever. He takes a little medical scissors, and he cuts her eye. Well, he cuts the like the the retinal cord, the optic nerve, yeah, that's just dangling out of her face. Oh my god! It's... And and then it proceeds to burst open with, with I would describe it's pus supposedly, yeah. but it looks more like a peach smoothie from like Arby's coming out of her eye or orange <laughs> dreamsicle just pumping out of that oh, like, cord. It's it's one of the worst scenes. Like it's bad. Like if you got issues with shit like that, man, it's gonna make your tummy hurt. It. I, I just remember watching that live, and I was like, fuck, this movie's stupid. Uh, but yeah, it's it's amazing. But And right around that point is when the, the groans were still like, you know, shock. 
But then there were some laughs there because they were like, this is fucking ridiculous, you know. And so uh, he runs off with the girl and they actually get out and they hop into a car. And so um, the security dudes on the inside, Slovakian, uh, uh, just security, they realize that someone got out and they're going to squeal, though. I don't know if they could even really shut that place down. It seems like the whole town is like in on it. Yeah, there's too much money involved in there. But they're nonetheless, they're worried. Yeah, and so they go off and they're looking for him, and a little bit of a chase happens, and uh, they get into town, and so uh, earlier in the movie there was this like little gang of kids, and all they wanted like candy. Yeah, you, and had, you had to basically they were gonna beat you up, and there was like 10, 20 of them. Yeah, and they weren't was... like five, six year olds. They 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 went up to like thirteen to fourteen. Yeah, so you know you can swing on a couple kids, but this is a lot of kids. Yeah, sooner or later someone's gonna roll up on you and catch you, and so. Um, Earlier, there was, like, a big bag of candy in the car. And so, uh, Paxton pays off the kids to give them a distraction. And so, when the bad guys roll up, they're like, hey, get the fuck out of the way. We're, we're trying to get past you. Uh, the main kid pulls a fucking, like, American Revolution on these dudes. And people, kids pop out of the windows above them, chunking bricks. And, oh, man, dude, it was wait, a whole wait, situation. With a accuracy that would have made... John F. Candy duck his head. Yeah. <laughs> These kids are dinging people. Yeah, it was just multiple on-site uh, targets. And I, if you haven't, no one's been hit with a brick because they, you would know. But if you've been hit with something in the head, it's, it stops you for a few seconds. Especially if it's something kind of heavy, it fucking hurts. And so dudes get hit and then the wave of kids rush them. And they get them down to the ground, and they start bashing their heads in with heavy stuff. And you actually see their heads cave in. It's a... Whew. Yeah, it's like Play-Doh. He's just punching a thing of Play-Doh. And he's like, mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Like, like I'm saying, at this point, people are still shocked. But they're like, oh, shit. This is fucking great. These kids are murdering people. And this Slovakia is wild as fuck, apparently. Um, so they scoot off, and they actually get to the train station. Yep. And it's like the next spot. So, um, he has a plan, Paxton has a plan to get him and the girl onto the train, and they're gonna get the fuck out of here. And so, uh, Asian girl hasn't actually seen her face since she got half of it burnt off. And so, she actually sees herself in a reflection, and I read that the actress that played her, um, after all the makeup was put on, she finally looked at herself, and she started crying, because she was like, this is terrible looking. And then she said she understands why her character did what she did after she saw herself. So the gal looks at herself and she's like, oh no, I'm done. And hops in front of the train. Hops in front of a moving train that's coming by. She's like, nah, I gotta go. And just gets, just destroyed. (laughs) And uh, I remember Steve, me, Steve, and Josh at this point, when she hopped, actually Steve and Josh called it. She, uh, She looked at herself and they were like, oh, she's gonna kill herself. And she sure did just swan dive, do a fucking Darby Allen coffin drop onto those in front of the train. She didn't even, I don't think she touched the rails. No, no, she went directly in front of that train. Yeah. She, uh... And exploded like a bag of juice. It, oh, man. But, uh, so this is distraction. Paxton needed. And he hops onto the train and he's like, hey, I did it. I made it. And so he hears a familiar voice on the train. It's the douchebag doctor talking about. He's talking to someone else, and he's talking about like how he uses the exact same line he did yeah. on Paxton and them. So th- this goes to show that he's been doing this for a while, and just kind of probably going back and forth, just enjoying himself. 
And so Paxton comes with, comes up with an idea, and he's like, oh, I'm fucking this dude up. Like, he's, well, the slutty, the dude with the hair lip and the two slutty girls are the real cause. Ooh, reverse oh, reverse 15 yeah, minutes before that. that. So they're in the car uh, right after the kids. Um, he actually sees uh, Natalia, Svetlana. Svetlana and, and they're they're talking at first. They're yeah. talking, so he's... He's understandably angry because Natalia abandoned him there and did this to him. But then the gravity of the situation hits him even harder when he sees Alexi show up. Yeah. And, and they're all just sitting there laughing and giggling and having a good time. And he's like, oh, all of y'all have got to go. Yeah. So he hits the gas and he hits all three of them, just hits a fucking strike. Uh, the two girls were on the sides. They cracked their heads open on like no, rocks no. and shit. Lexi oh. and Svetlana were on the side. They yeah, cracked, yeah. they bust their head open. On girl, rock. there was a girl in the middle. I thought but the girls were on the two sides. But Natalia, would, you know, survived the initial hit. She's a little fucked up, but he wasn't going fast enough to yeah. like murder the <laughs> shit out of somebody. I and then uh, one of the bad guy cars roll up, and uh, they just don't give no shits, and they run her over extra hard. <laughs> she gets demolished by this car. And uh, you can kind of see the fake body just kind of being dragged under the car for a bit. And then it finally pops out. But, uh, yeah, it's it's rough, man. All loose ends getting popped out. But, uh, so Paxton follows uh, the doctor off the train. And you see that he uh, meets up with his daughter. And so he took a little vacation. And the babysitter's there or whatever, whoever's watching the kid. And she's like, Papa, I'm so happy to see you. And so uh, she's like, I got to pee. And so they go to the restroom. And he, he goes to pee, and then the girl goes into the women's room. And so, uh, are the version we watched, illegally, um, the, director's cut. the ending, so a uh, guy goes to pee, and he leaves, and there's like a scalpel on the, like the changing table. And he's like, oh, that's weird, and keeps walking. And he waits for his daughter, and uh, way too much time goes by. Like, she should have popped up by now. And uh, he goes in and looks for her, and doesn't see her. And he runs out, and he's yelling and looking for her. And then you see Paxton on another train, kind of, he kidnapped the gal, and he's like covering her mouth, and he's like, shut up, shut up, shut up, and they scoot off, and that was the end of the movie. I don't know if I like that ending. I like the the ending that they came with, so that was the original one, that Paxton gets revenge and takes the girl, and they don't really explain what comes of it, and I don't know if they were planning on making multiple ones, but it I guess it pans out because they made two more after this. But uh, the ending that I remember from the theater was um, he goes to pee, or poop actually, and um, Paxton comes in, he drops like the little calling card of the company, and then uh, he looks down, he's like, oh my god, and he picks up the card. Right when he reaches, Paxton grabs his hand, cuts his fingers off on one hand, and then just Spartan kicks the restroom door open. And stuffs his head in the, into he the toilet. He kicks that door open with such ferocity. The door hits old dude in the face. It hits him good, too, man. Yeah, he is confused. Like, oh, oh shit, oh, door. Oh, and he proceeds to drown him in the poop water that he's been using. And uh, before he can, like, drown, drown, he picks him up. He looks in, the, like, the reflection. He's like, holy shit, it's that dude I was trying to, like, his whole group. And I was murdering him and stuff. Slits his throat. And so that was the ending that I remember. And then Paxton scoots off. Uh, they make more. Paxton's in the second one for like five minutes. And then you find out the company found him. And they kill him. And so this goes really high. And they don't explain how ridiculous it gets. I know in like two and three they expound on it. But 
I don't remember those because they weren't as good. Yeah. This first one kind of broke the seal on like, damn, I didn't think you could show that into a movie. And it just kind of goes from there. And it's not, it, oh, it's amazing. But then two and three, they have to up it. And like I always say, with horror movies, with sequels, you have to do more. And then sometimes it's not a good thing. It's just not as good. And uh, I know Hostile 2 wasn't as good. Yeah, um, there was just more, more porn murder. Yeah. That's all it was. Yeah, and then 3, I can't remember 3 to say my I life, didn't watch 3. I didn't even know 3 existed. Yeah, but 3 was poop also. But, yeah. So, I love this movie. And watching it again, it's fucking great. It, it's up there. It, it's up there in the list of, like, really good horror. And then, like I said, it's the beginning of that type of horror where it's... It, like, shit doesn't jump out. There's, there weren't that many, like, jump scares. But it's just, hey... You ever thought about what would happen if you like your leg got cut off and people were trying to like, like, kill you? Like, well, we're gonna show it in graphic fashion, and it's like, man, that scares. You ever want to take a vacation? Let's think about that. Yeah, it's very realistic, and like I said, a lot of people realistic things bother them. Uh, the the easier that you can make people relate to characters, it it makes it so much easier to do what you got to do. Uh, and this movie does it with fucking gusto. It's great. If you haven't seen Hostel, you you gotta have the stomach for it. <laughs> this is, this movie's a lot, but uh, if you can get through it, it's great. But uh, what would you give this movie if you had to rate it? Uh, if I had to rate it out of ten, honestly, I I would rather see them have a, another person that wasn't. One of those archetypes, I needed a smarter person. Oh, yeah. Because everybody there seemed dumb. So without that additional smarter person that was like, hey, we shouldn't do this, and then him getting waxed. Yeah. It seemed like everybody was too fancy free for too long. Oh, yeah. Well, I so mean, that, that, that took away from the movie for me, because I'm like, there's no way that that many people traveling together are that stupid. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I would probably give it like a, probably like an 8.2. Yeah. Um. Yeah, around the 8s for me, I'll just do an 8. Yeah, that's the the shitty part about it. But then I realized that Eli Roth was going for that angle of these Americans. They're not that smart. They can fight <laughs> and they can drink and they can have sex. And that's kind of it. Um, when glaring signs pop up, they don't really think about it. And they're just like, ah, it's fine. And they keep going. But then, you know, when the danger's right in their face, then they're like, oh, my God. And then they have to deal with it. So, yeah, it's it's funny. But. I don't. I don't even know if you could fit another person in this movie. I guess they could, but yeah, they could. It's just they're I gonna mean, die. He, he would, yeah, he would get wet quickly, but it'd be it'd be more refreshing in terms of the fact of like, no, don't do yeah. that. Hey, we're not doing that today. Yeah. Well, that doesn't feel right. Like we shouldn't do this. I guess Josh was kind of that guy, but it was too much of like he's too much of a poon. Yeah, he was too much of a puss to like really like say like, hey, we really shouldn't do this. And, yeah, he never asserted himself. Yeah. He's like I guess, guys. Yeah, and. Yeah, so that was the issue. Um, do, I'm going to give you time to think up your seven-word synopsis, but I think ours are probably going to be pretty close to each other. Uh, when you leave the country, uh, just don't. That's my seven. <laughs> Slovakia is not a place to go. Ooh, hell yeah. <laughs> when sexy chicks want to fuck, uh, be careful. <laughs> Limit travels to first and second countries. Yeah, yeah that that's the real that's the real thing because it's like oh hey 
Let's go to this extra dilapidated shitty place. But it's real it's real cool once you get past all that shit. There's this like little island of awesomeness. And I'm like, dang, that's kinda weird. Like why is that part nice but everything else is fucked up? Ah, don't worry about it. Just we gotta get to this part. I'm like, okay, that's fucking weird. But uh uh sadly this movie's probably gonna be another that we're probably not gonna put any of these people on the field anywhere Mm-mm. in baseball or football. God no. It's a lot of older people. And they just want to kill. And yeah, I mean, granted, I would probably maybe think of Alexi and Natalia and them as uh, talent scouts. Ooh. I'd probably put them as talent scouts. But other than that, no one else in the movie for anything. I like that. I like where your head's at. <laughs> but, uh, okay. So, movie came out January 6, 2006. So, this, I don't know if this was a birthday situation for me, because my birthday's on the 3rd, but guaranteed we probably went because it was like my birthday and I want to see a horror movie. And so we all went. So what do you think the budget for this movie was? Ooh, budget. For how it looked, it seemed like they did a lot of practical shit. And it wasn't... Yeah, but the, the locations. Yeah. So I'm going to go with 128.6. Million? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> uh, 4.8 million. Dear God, I'm so far off. Yeah. This movie was cheap as balls. I, I know... Location and stuff, that probably was a big chunk of the money. But I guess Slovakia, you, they're gonna, you're going to pay $15 to go there anyway. Yeah, and I think they did some stuff in Iceland because uh, Eli Roth, he actually apologized to the president of Iceland. He's like, I'm sorry if I'm making people think that your people are like treacherous and shitty. He's like, that's eh, fine. <laughs> so they actually had to apologize. Well, he didn't have to, but he did apologize for it. But uh, this movie did great. So how much do you think it made? Let's go with 128. Uh, a lot closer. It 80.6 million. There we go. So easily made its money back. Probably made its money back in the first fucking day and a half. And they were like, well, shit, people like torture porn. That's great. And uh, yeah, this movie did amazing. And so that's why they cracked out another one. And they came out pretty quick, too. But um, yeah, newer types of horror, they don't sit on it. Like back in the day, like Freddy Krueger movies, like good year, two years would go by. And they're like, okay, we'll crack out another one. But then... The further movies got, the closer you got to the 90s and 2000s, a movie does good. Like, nah, let's let's just film this next one. Let's get it going while people are still... On that. Yeah, while people are thinking about it, they're like, hey, you remember that first one you really liked? Hey, a year and a half later, it's the next one. Let's go. And so, um, yeah, they were cracking out the hostels pretty quick, I remember. But, uh, nah, it's it's good. Like I said, it's great. Give it a shot. But uh, I didn't see that many really fun facts because it's, uh, it's a lot to the point. People get tortured and stabbed and people yeah. die. It's <laughs> My question for you, though, Ooh. is Paxton going to be added to the person of color murder list? He was dark as fuck. And he said many times he wasn't American, despite the fact that we know he is. But maybe, like, he, I don't think he was American. Well, Paxton, uh, his name is Javier Manuel Hernandez. So Then, yes, then he, he has to be added to... Our death count. I, I don't know if we're just doing just black folks. No, or just, just or minority. Because we had one in a POCs. I see. Yeah, we had one in um uh, ghost ship. We had a Mexican dude. Uh, oh yeah, Hispanic, the Hispanic mechanic. Yeah, he got destroyed. So MKC, we're at eighteen right now. Cause nah, it's legal now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, eighteen kills. Um, I don't think we're gonna get past. Well, 
depends on if we watch Candyman. If we watch that, then that number's going to jump up. Well, because that's all color vision. Yeah, it, it's a it's a black horror movie. And like Tales from the Hood, if we watch that, yeah, that's or, a black uh, horror movie. Well, because well, you can't say just black horror movies because, uh, you know, me and Katie's favorite of... Uh, uh, oh, somebody help! Somebody me. help me! <laughs> they all survive. Omarion yeah. bump bumps his ass out all, all the way. <laughs> bump bump bump. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't think we're gonna hit thirty in the minority kill count. I, I don't think really so. don't think. So out of thirty-one plus movies, uh, I don't think we're gonna hit thirty, which is crazy because I know that was a big argument with like movies for forever. It's like, whoa, why do all the minorities die in the movies? And growing up, I saw it a lot, and I was like, "Damn, that, that sucks." They really do die. Well, you gotta think about it. which ones actually have that have minorities in them. Well, a lot of them have like one person, and yeah, that's it. But even then, it's like, is that one person just background character? True. Like they are in Greece, or yeah, are they like crybabies where he has speaking lines? Yeah. Well, a lot of them. Well, like uh, what I still know what you did last summer with Brandy. Yeah. She talked a lot and I actually thought she was going to die and then she survived to yeah. the end. They show a scene where she gets fucked up and then like some like banister thing falls on her and I was like, oh, she may be dead. But then she makes it at the end. I was like, hooray. Her boyfriend, Makai Pfeiffer, got hooked into like mm-hmm. the back of his throat yep. and pulled into a fucking like vent like above a stove. I was like, how's that man, Spider-Man and his ass up there and hooking a grown fucking black man up? They didn't explain that. And, Thick thighs. And those vents don't go nowhere. So he was just in that bitch. Just... No, they go outside. Really? Exhausting vents usually go outside. Uh, and it was at a rest, a hotel, I think. So they, it was they probably had outside. some space. Yeah, okay. I was thinking like the one like the fucking kitchen. The, yeah, the one in the kitchen is really good. That shit don't go nowhere. I'm like, how is he in that bitch? Just Spider-Man. And he's like, oh, there he is. Hook. Ugh. I'm like, that man is stupid strong to pick up at least 200 pounds. One-handed. And just yank it. Still, even then, he's pulling a man up one-handed. 200 pound plus. Makai Five was a big motherfucker. And just yanked him up just with ease. He was just oozing away into the darkness. It was very dumb. But uh, yeah, I don't think we're going to get 30 on minority. People of color, kill count, I don't think we're going to get that far. But, hey man. <laughs> like I said, the percentage of that they do die is very high. Yeah. If you are not white, you're probably going to die in the movie. <laughs> Depending on how much you give a shit. Like in that new Halloween with the little kid. He's like, I'll call for help, and he does not pop back up. So, oh, he popped up at the end talking to the cops, being yeah. nursed with some hot cocoa. But he leaves. Yeah, he got the fuck out. He's like, oh shit, things are going down. I'm gonna call way over there. I'm not going up and, and like all call after we go look in a dark room. Like, no, 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 no I I'm gonna go. call first and run away because that's what you're supposed to do when scary things happen. But uh, yeah, if you haven't seen Hostel, give it a shot. It's great. Um, so let me see. So, it's Tuesday. Uh, we've watched, actually, two movies already. So, um, we're going to crack out another review, probably after trivia, and do that. But, uh, yeah. We're getting closer and closer to Halloween, so it's it's good stuff. Um, it's spooky. I'm thinking, I kind of want to do a short little episode, uh, if we can do it while you're still here, of just spooky real stories that have happened to us. Okay. Because I have a fuck ton of spooky ass stories, and that you should do that clown story. I think that'd be fucking great. Fuck that clown story. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. So, we have tons of ideas. Uh, We're easily going to get past 31 episodes. So, uh, like I always say, keep with us. And more than less than a day, there'll be another episode up. So, uh, we'll see you guys later. Okay, bye. Bye, B.